Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor in Redeemer Fellowship. At Redeemer Wait, Fellowship? What? At Redeemer what? Fellowship? People know. They know. They're no. listening to this. Lead it doesn't pastor, matter. Redeemer I'm, Fellowship. I'm Joey Jojo. Go. <laughs> I'm Jimmy Fowler, other candidate at Redeemer Fellowship. What's going on? Nothing. 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 What up with you? Uh, let's see. You know what happened? Oh, here we go. I got... Um, you got a text? Okay. I, I got a Facebook message. You got a Facebook message. From a guy. All right, let's hear this. What, I'm trying to. I know. You I want to hear, hear it. Let me hear it. Let's hear it. Okay, you got a Facebook message. You got a Facebook message yep. from a guy that I went to high school with. Okay, all right. What he, Was and, making fun of you, Dwarf Dwarf Joe? You no. wanted to reach out and apologize for that? No, no, I didn't get that in high school. Um, And he said, hey, my brother just passed away. Dude, you got to give me a heads up. No, that's I just was showing a- that you're a bad person. You're a bad person. This guy, and he's like, hey, man. I'm not coming on. He's like, I don't know if you remember me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, my brother just passed away. I know you're a pastor. Would you be willing to come to the viewing and to say a few good words? Mm. Um, And so I'm going to do that uh, tomorrow. Yeah, I feel horrible right now. I just want you to know how... How horrible I feel. You got to give me a heads up. Here I am well, you want hanging me? myself. Yeah. Like in this, you know, like I, I, I sound horrible on this podcast right now. Yeah. That's reality. Real life. Real life with Jim Fowler. Oh, dude, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I hope everything's going so, good. So they're fine. hurting, but uh, it was really cool because, um, you know, we, we weren't friends or anything in high school, but uh, somehow. But he still reached out. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm happy to help them. Uh, it's right here in, in town where I grew up. So. Um, yeah. So now, if it wasn't in town where you grew up, would you? Oh, I ain't got time for that. Oh. No, no, no. no. If, it, if it was like twenty minutes away, I'd be like, I'm nah, so glad. I'm, I'm so glad. Right here, you just evened out my horribleness. <laughs> you just, I knew as soon as I, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, this. I'd is be like, what's your name? Out. I don't know. <laughs> that just evened it out for me. So, all right. So, all right, you got that going on. Now, I don't have any of that. So, you know, you're going out of town, though. Aren't you going out of town next week? Next week I am, yeah. Yeah, where are you flying? Uh, I'm heading to... Nobody cares. So <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> we're going to be talking about the communion of the saints. That's what we're having right now, the communion of the saints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> communion, of, the communion of the sinners, really, Yeah, pretty point. much. So yeah, we're going to be talking about the communion of the saints. I mean, the question that is... Is this a Catholic... Isn't that a Catholic thing, Super though, right? Catholic. Like, it's super, super Catholic. Super Catholic. Caps Lock Catholic. Cap, caps lock Catholic? Yeah, that's like Roman Catholic with an exclamation point. All underscore. Right. <laughs> All right. But is it? But when we talk about that, that's the language that's used. You know it's not. It, 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 Catholic doesn't mean Roman Catholic. In fact, you go, you know, old time, old timey, old school stuff back in the day. Um, when people would say, well, we're the talking. Catholic Church. Right. They would talk about the universal church. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, the, I know my histories. I know you do. You, you, you're good with your histories. Um, it's in the Apostles' Creed, right? Uh, it, it really, it hits this idea of the communion of the saints. Do yeah, you I mean, want to read it? Yeah, sure. I mean, you go through it. Uh, it's 12 lines. 12 can you, lines. Can you handle it? I can handle this. Right, Are you go, ready? Go. All right. I believe in God the Father, Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and I believe in Jesus Christ. Nope. Doesn't say that. You just added a word. No, and I and, and in believe. And no, and what? So, okay, wow. <laughs> I hate you want you. me to take over? <laughs> okay, read the second line. <clears throat> and in Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son, mm. our Lord. Oh, only begotten, eternal generation. Hear that, Wayne? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> There's no commune of the saints with us in no way, Wade. <laughs> We're like locked to this bitter battle with no I got way, no Wade. bitterness. <laughs> All right. So Jesus Christ, yep. the only begotten Son, our Lord, yep. who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the uh, Virgin. Who? What? Who was conceived 
by the Holy Ghost. Oh, come on. All right, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead and buried. He descended into hell. Oh. We'll do an episode on that. We'll do an episode on that one. Yeah, that one's going to be a good one. Um, The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost. I believe in the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. So, amen. 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 So, amen. 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 That's how it ends. Amen. 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 Number amen. nine. But number nine. Amen. Amen says. Amen says. I believe in the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints. Amen. Amen. That's good. That's good. Amen, yeah. So, um, the, the the communion of the saints. There it is. Early church highlighting this idea. Now, you know, there's this big emphasis on community. In fact, pretty much every Acts 29 church yeah. that we're a part of Acts 29, we love Acts 29, we love Acts 29 churches, but all Acts 29 churches highlight the necessity of community in the local church. Absolutely. Which is a good thing. Which um, is something I've actually really appreciated and valued coming to Redeemer. We got I'm, I'm just throwing that personally. Yeah, like, we got great people here, great oh, yeah. community, real life, people loving the each other. The best community group is my CG. We all know it. Everyone gets it. That's not... Everyone that's wants not, to be a part of it, you know? That's not that I hear. What do you mean? What do you hear? I hear it's a little too silly. A little too jokey. You know, I heard from somebody that it was just a little... Your you best know. friend? Your best friend? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> all right, so... Um, I would say that uh, we have a good emphasis yes. on the necessity of community. Absolutely. But it's actually part of our member covenant. Yeah. That if to be a member, you some of the things that we we expect is, you know, the re- faithful giver that you would serve in within the church and you'd be part of a community group. It's actually not in the covenant, but yeah. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's, no, it's part not. of the thing. No, it's not. Dude, I, I read the covenant. Uh, I guarantee you want me to bring it up right yeah, now. Yeah, you bring it up. You know why right. I know? Hey, you know. I'm going I'm to show you me. that it is not I have in the shown, covenant. I have shown Brian what mm-hmm. the covenant has said. Then you have not, because it does not mention community groups in the covenant. It's part of the membership packet. It is in the membership questionnaire asking, yeah. that's not the covenant. In the membership questionnaire, it says, which community group will you be? So then are you telling me I don't have to be part of CG? Technically, to be a member of this church does hmm. not demand oh. that you are in a community group. But, I renounce mine. But it is strongly, strongly encouraged. It's part and, of the covenant. And it's not part of the covenant. It's part of the covenant. It's not part of the covenant. And, it's part of the covenant. Okay, amen. And what does it... <laughs> okay, so you, you tell me. How many... It's not a requirement to be a member, though it is strongly encouraged. What's the percentage of members in our CGs? Because you know the numbers. Uh, 82%, 80, 83%, Listen, something a, like that. Like, that's a stinking high it's percentage. 80s, it's, it's, it's above 80%. Serving is above 90. And then, of course, we've got non-members that are in those groups. Yeah, but I'm, I'm so focusing just, on members, members because it's part of our covenant. Yeah, right, it's not a part of our covenant. Part of our covenant. All right, so let me, I, gotta, I had to bring up all the wrong stuff. I was going to show you that you were wrong, <laughs> right? but I, thankfully I was able to prove that you were wrong. But okay, so here's the problem. How did you prove I was wrong? You didn't because it's not in the covenant. All right, just continue. Just continue. It's, it's part of our covenant. People get the idea of community in general, but they oftentimes don't understand that that community is more than being together, that community is more than having uh, relationships. It is deeper than that. The Heidelberg Catechism says it this way. Uh, what do you understand by the communion of saints? First, that believers, all and everyone, as members of Christ, have part in him and in all his treasures and gifts. 
Secondly, that each one must feel himself bound to use his gifts readily and cheerfully for the advantage and welfare of other members. So wow, yeah. it is the, the communion of the saints is our communion with God, and it is connected to that, our communion with each other, by which we are seeking the spiritual good of each other. Um, I like that. The, the, the way that I, I, I try to state it succinctly is to say that the communion of the saints is our fellowship with Christ and all other Christians by which grace is truly experienced. Right. So I think that's that's what it is. It is it's it's not just hangout time. It's not hang time. It's not just loving on each other in some ambiguous way. It is our fellowship with Christ leading us to have true fellowship with one another where grace is richly experienced. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, a helpful visual, I think. You know, people talk about that a lot, about their I'm vertical like, relationship. I'm glad you're doing a visual on a podcast. Go ahead. Go with your visual <laughs> on a podcast, Jimmy. <laughs> Paint the picture for us. I, now I feel so dumb. First of all, I sounded horrible at the beginning. and now No, no, it's so fine. It's good. It's good. But no, no. It's like that, you know, people point, uh, they point vertically. Right. <laughs> but now they're like, our relationship between us and God. Jimmy's making hand motions. And horizontally. Up. You know, he's going side to side. Side to side with, with each other. And so I think what's really important here. Which is, makes a cross. Up and which down. Which makes, okay, gosh. Oh, but what I'm really focusing on here is sometimes we we focus on one or right. the other. That's true. Right? There's a there's a number of believers out there, and I've fallen victim to this, where I feel like, listen, it's just about me and God. Yeah. I just need to spend time with God. I don't need other believers. I don't need to be in relationship with other believers. You got time I, for that. I ain't got time for that. I just need to focus on my quiet time with God. I'm so super spiritual. I'm so, uh, you know, I'm above them. It's kind of, I won't say it that no, way, but, that I, way. But, I, but I believe it. But you so prioritize your relationship with Jesus exactly. that we wind up neglecting each other exactly. and it's it's really a form of like um of selfish pietism where yeah. it's just me and Jesus and doing our thing and I and and you know what I'm good I'm good I, I don't, don't need. need but here on the flip side of that though on the flippity flop flippity flop there is the focus on all relationship with other believers to the neglect so it because your relationship with God becomes shallow yeah it does yep. right like you don't you don't folk you don't you don't spend time personally mm-hmm. in the word yeah. in prayer in study in worship uh and so i think there's a balance here but i think the way you worded it is right the prioritization is my fellowship with christ which feeds into my relationship with other believers and grace is experienced not just grace towards other believers but there but grace towards myself because yeah. it's not just about what i get out of, or what it's not just about what i give yeah in there, but it's also about what I receive from others. And so you, I like what you're saying because there, it's easy for some for some of us to to simply live off of the food that is offered from yeah. other people. Like you live on, off of the fruit that's growing in other people's lives, and you, you 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 gain nourishment from that. But you can't live on all of that. You've got to have this communion with God yourself. That's right. I love I love that point. You know, the 1689 goes into this. Like it talks it talks, get all Baptisty on us. Yeah. Chapter 27, yo, Mm. of the communion of the saints. You want to read paragraph one? Sure. Paragraph one. Okay. When Jimmy reads, this is what he does. When Jimmy Stop it. Don't make fun of me. He picks up his whole laptop and holds it it in front of his face like an old man. Go. No. Okay. It's it's small, bro. Oh, okay. You know that. You know my eyes are getting bad. Why are you going to call me out like that? You got to stop it. All right. Paragraph one. You're taking a photo, aren't you? No, I'm not. I could feel it. I feel it. You took a photo! (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. All right. All saints that are united to Jesus Christ 
their head by his spirit and faith, although they are not made there by one person. I can hear it. They are not made there by one person with him, have fellowship in his graces, Mm. sufferings, death, resurrection, and glory, and being united to one another in love. They have communion in each other's gifts and graces and are obliged to the performance of such duties, public and private, in an orderly way as do conduce to their mutual good. Took that turn kind of slow. Go ahead. I did. Both in the inward and outward man. That's good. That's really good, right? So here we're focusing on our union with Jesus, yeah. right? Um, and though we're we're united with Christ, you know, they're, they're clarifying, right? We're not made one person with Him, but uh, but we are fellowshipping with Him in His grace, sufferings, death, resurrection, and glory. And this is what unites us to one another. This is what's great is that we're we're united to Jesus, which means we're united to each other. Yes, we, this is the formation of the family of God. And, um, and, and how does it specifically, I mean, in your own words, Jimmy, how does it call us to, um, to cultivate this, right? To, uh, since we're united in love and we have communion uh, with each other, what, is this, uh, what does this look like? Well, it says, and are obliged to the performance of such duties, public and private, in an orderly way. I would say part of that is a, a, like a serving of one another, yeah. an exhortation to each other, right? right? So it's right. not just about, about you know, and I think it's good to do these things. When your brother or sister has to move, you help them move. But no, it's no, also... I don't do that. Yeah, Joe doesn't. But you know what I'm saying? But good Serve Christians each other. do. Yeah, good Christians do. But then also... When your brother or sister uh, sins, call yeah. them out. Yeah, and I'm not talking about like, you know, in front of everybody. But yeah, you don't know, be a jerk. Yeah, right. don't be a jerk. But but share the gospel. I mean, we've had I've had that opportunity in the midst of uh, sitting down with other brothers when someone shares about something that's going on in their life or something that they've done or something that they've said to say, hey, how have you gone back and made this right? Yeah, like how have you gone back? And reconciled with this individual. How have you gone back and repented of your sins? So, so yeah, we we serve and we exhort each other mm-hmm. uh, and spur one another on in their faith. You know, it, when it gets to paragraph two, it it really they're borrowing from your awesome visual that you gave us, vertical and horizontal. Yeah, uh, where it says saints by profession are bound to maintain a holy fellowship and communion in the worship of God and in performing of such other spiritual services as tend to their mutual edification, right? So now there's the up worship vertical. of God. There's your vertical. Yep. Mutual edification, horizontal. Yeah. As Good also, visual Joe on the podcast. Oh, I'm using your visual as also in relieving each other in outward things, according to their several abilities and necessities, which communion, according to the rule of the gospel, though, especially to be exercised by them in the relationship wherein they stand, whether relation, they, not, not, yeah, not, relation, yeah, relation. Yeah. 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 Don't correct me. Uh, or churches, yet as God offers opportunity, is to be extended to all the household of faith, even all those who in every place call upon the name of the Lord Jesus. Nevertheless, their communion, one with another as saints, does not take away or infringe the title or prop, uh, propriety, propriety yeah, good job. which each man has in his goods and possessions. So there's a lot here, but what I yeah. just want us to focus on, or at least what I'd like to focus on, is that we have a responsibility to one another as brothers and sisters. Right, as a family, that we are not just taking care of ourselves, but we are called to take care of one another. And so we're 
we're called to like not just mutual edification, like I'm going to build them up spiritually, yeah. but we're all supposed to supposed to relieve each other in outward things according to their abilities, right? So when you see, like you said, you mentioned moving, yeah, yeah. Right, which is a real thing. Moving sticks. Yeah, everybody like hates actually serving moving. people, painting. All right, painting. Child care. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of yeah. all the things, right? Like child care would be a huge thing. I'm just going to throw that out there. If you've got brothers and sisters in your community groups or in your church that, man, they want to get out. They want to go and they want to go and have a date night. And if they're like X29, they probably got like nine kids because X29 churches got lots of kids. Yeah. We got lots of kids. Yeah. What? No, no. I'm just thinking of like. I, I couldn't do it. I'm just, I, that's a whole different You episode. got three. I got three, but I know people that got like nine. I'm Michelle, Michelle wanted more than three though. What happened? Oh, she, wa- she, yeah. Oh. Why, why don't you just give your wife what she wants? Why are you I, so selfish? No, no. Why are you so selfish? <laughs> because, oh, you really want to get to this? That's why you there's not a lot say? of communion happening. No, you want to know why? You want to know why? Because I only got so much love to give. I got, there's only four weeks in a month and I got three kids and a wife. They each get one week. What about me? You get the fifth. They know fifth. I, well, every once in a while there is. I don't think so. I think there is. There's a fifth week. All right. Anyway. Anyways, I, I got so much love to give. Um, but three kids today. I mean, man, more and more people are having less kids. I have one kids too. And listen, I'm not saying you need to have. A no, bunch we're of not going to go down. I'm that's just, not the thing we're but, trying to get down. But people, if God graces with another, I'd be overjoyed. He rolled his eyes. I did. Um, what are you talking yeah, about? <laughs> I feel like you were rolling your eyes right there. I can't see because I don't have my glasses. On my glasses. Um, I would say this, that just to follow up on what you're saying, look for the needs that are present in your community That's of it. faith. Take care of each other. Can serve one another. Right? Because and it does, you don't have to be great at it. You just have to be able to pull it off. And it doesn't mean that you're signing up to do everything. And it doesn't mean that you're going to sell all of your goods so that you're poor and you can help everybody else. But it does mean that we have all things in common in such a way that we're willing to sacrifice for the good of one another. So com- the communion of the saints is not just what the Puritans called holy conference, mm. which is that getting together, reading the word, praying together, exhorting one another. The communion of the saints relates to even how we relieve one another of burdens and cares and needs in our everyday life. I've shared it before, but it was it, only because it's, it's really touching to me that in one of our community groups, a young couple, their first child died at like 12 days. They couldn't afford a headstone, so their community group pooled their money and bought the headstone yeah. for the child, for little Nikolai. That is an aspect of the communion of saints. And it, you are going to be fed and cared for, but you are also going to be feeding and caring for others. And it doesn't matter whether you are a new Christian or an old saint or a weak Christian. Everybody is called to this and can perform this. It's really, really important. And I do think that's, when you're talking about that, um, even when it comes to benevolence, I mean, there's oftentimes yeah. that um, we got a good benevolence thing going on. We have a good dinner. benevolence thing going on, but we will encourage people. Have you talked and reached out to your community group? Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, even there's been uh, I don't want to I don't want to go into. I'm trying to hard not to go into specifics at all. Jared Wilson. Uh, but Jared Wilson had once asked, uh, you know, uh, our church for for some benevolence. And so we said, hey, talk to your CG See what, you know, talk to your CG leader first, not saying no here, but have you made them aware of your needs? Because we want them, we want their friends, their community to be really involved. Exactly. And so the CG was more than willing to to step in and to be a part of it in anything that was needed on top of that, the church 
of course. also helped in. So like, just, just to be clear here, uh, you know, most churches, and I think most good churches have a benevolence ministry yeah. or benevolence fund, uh, wherein they are able to help people in times of need financially or otherwise. So our deacons really kind of, uh, spearhead that at Redeemer and we're, we want to do that. But what Jimmy's talking about is if we only allow the church as an institution to do that, that's right. Then we're, we are handicapping our, um, our community groups from doing the very thing that they're called to do, our people from doing the very exactly. thing they're called to do. And so, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a case by case basis. Like a church, uh, the leadership, you know, saying, Hey, have you talked with your CG or your CG leader? That's not to say no here. Right. It's just, we want to make sure that you are understanding that these brothers and sisters love you. Right. And they would want to, like as a CG leader, you know, I would want to know yeah. that there's something, cause I know I could talk privately with other members of my CG mm-hmm. uh, and not make it a public spectacle. Right. You know? Right. Totally. Uh, and we would privately work together to, uh, to serve our brother and sister. And by privately, you mean that you would hire a moving company to do it. So you didn't have to, but okay. All right. So um, I'm fine with that. I, I, I don't want to do <laughs> Actually, it. that would be a pretty big blessing. That would be, That's <laughs> be good for everybody. Every, this is why I don't, I don't do airport rides either. Dude, you're the only one I did an airport pickup for. I just want you to know that. I don't yeah, do And that. you notice I've only asked you one time. Because I won't do it again. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh, really? No, I know. Here, here's, here's the thing. I gotta ask. I gotta ask other people. You know why Joe won't ask me? Is because I didn't show up with a welcome home cigar. That's why. Well, first of all, that that's not why. But you should, of course, greet me with a welcome home cigar. That's no, just why, not. why. Why won't I? Why won't you? What? Why won't you ask me? That's because you were like, like all put out by it. You were like, oh. it, you know what? It was troublesome, but yeah. I did it for I, you. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so and I now, want, I want you to you know recognize who never complained. My sacrifice. You know who never complained and always Malcolm. wants to do it? Brian Malcolm. That's right. <laughs> servant's heart. He does have a servant's heart. He's so much better than me. Yeah, but then he makes me work all the way there talking about business church stuff. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> He's like, I got Joe locked down in a car for an hour. <laughs> we're gonna talk about church stuff. All right, so let's let's break it down. Just get real practical here. All right, go. So if the communion of the saints is our, you know, essentially our fellowship with Christ and all of the Christians by which grace is experienced, let's talk about communion with God first. How is it that we tend to neglect communion with God or mess it up? Well, I think one is neglecting our private times of worship and devotion and yeah. prayer. You know, like people, people look at, hear that and they're like, I know, read your Bible, I know, every pray. day, check it all for yeah, 15 minutes. So redundant. What would you say to those people? Press in. It's a means of grace that yeah. that we need to cultivate in our lives, and I'm talking about my life as well, right? Right. Um, it it's so vital and important to take time every day. And I mean, I I'm encouraged, or I'm convicted, uh, persuaded to do which it one? Are you like using all these words? Which one? I don't know. I'm persuaded. Okay. I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded that the morning is a is the best time. I know. I'm, I borderline on legalism there, to be honest. Like, I really want people to use their mornings for that. I, I, I don't think it has to be. But, I don't think it has to be. I know boy, plenty I do of, think I, it's. I do think it's really good. I think it's really good <laughs> to do it. Um, but yeah, it, it's important to spend time in the Word and in prayer. I'm not talking about just checking something off your list of, of accomplishments for the day. But you're also not saying it has to be an hour-long inductive Bible study no, either. No, that's not what I'm saying. I mean, there are some people that... You know, they do the whole Proverbs by the date thing. You know, today's the 14th, so I'm going to read Proverbs 14. You know, I do that. Fine. That's good. Do it. Um, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. And so I, I just want to encourage you to be pressing in and, and actually spending that time. I think another way that we neglect it is by uh, 
not being part of the Sunday gathering, yeah. corporate gathering of worship. Yeah. Right. Because I think it's easy sometimes for people to think, ah, I, I want this Sunday for me. Yeah. You know, I got I want to sleep in. I want to do my thing. I want to watch my shows. I want to check out my sporting events. And so it's easy to check off and say, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to get involved in this. I, you know what I mean? Like right. they, I'm going to I'm going to check out is one is if I go two or three Sundays a month, that's good enough. Right. Look, hey, you got a DVR, right? Like a lot of you guys have a DVR. Record the game. We were just at an elders meeting. And, oh, uh, don't, don't, the, the don't, Cubs, don't do this the, to me. Don't Cubs, do this to the, me. The Cubs were playing. Now, we're at the it, Elders. It, I'm, po- I'm not telling a story. It's I'm telling post-season. a story. It's telling postseason baseball. Okay, fine. Okay, so that means the season's over if it's postseason. No, anyway, it's, so it's is, over. It shouldn't even matter. That's the point. All right, so. This is NLCS. I don't know what that stands for. Here's the thing. Actually, that was NLDS. Never we mind. are um, LDS, Latter-day Saints. We were at an Elders meeting. So we're all here doing elder, praying for people, working through stuff. Got a lot going on. You make right? me sound so. Will you horrible? just stop? I'm trying to tell a story. So Jeff Willie, who's a Cubs guy, he wants to watch the Cubs. They've they've lost like three games in a row. Uh, they they because they're so awesome. He, he wanted to watch the Cubs game, and he told us all, "Hey, listen, I'm recording this, so don't tell me what's going on." The problem is, <laughs> like he knows I've got to be present. The problem is somebody. On their computer had Hulu going, and they were watching the Cubs game <laughs> while the elders' meeting was going on. Is it my fault I'm live streaming? I didn't it? call you out. <laughs> you were calling me out. All I'm saying is, you guys can record it and then get to church. You know what? Connected to that though, man. Like I think another way we mess this up, and and this also answers the question: How do we get it right? So it's yeah, all kind of wrapped yeah, up yeah. together. Is we don't prepare for worship. We don't prepare for communion with God, and I think it's important to say, Hey, I'm getting ready. To gather with the people of God yeah. and to encounter the grace of God in word and sacrament or word and ordinance. Like, I, this is a big deal. And so I want to prepare my heart. I want to pray. I want to get ready. I want to walk into this. I want to get as much out of this as I can. I want to, I mean, not preparing for it is one of the ways that we do mess up our communion with God. So yeah. I think you're right. Means of grace, utilizing that, devotional habits. Um, what about... Communion with our brothers and sisters. How do we get that wrong? Well, I think we get it wrong by not showing up, by not prioritizing that, right? Because like, it's, it, it's not that important. It's not that important. I'm busy. I've got a lot going on. I've got, I work really hard. I just want to rest and relax, right? Like when we don't prioritize gathering together um, a, a, in community with others, I think we get it wrong. And I think it becomes, in my head, <clears throat> a an abuse yeah. Like abusing the uh, the individual because you think to yourself, you're only worthy of my time when I say you are. Right. When it's good for me. When it's good for me to be part of this, then I will be a part of it. Right. You're so a I, user then. That's it. Exactly. Um, you know what? I, I think also that um, like just just to kind of put another angle on this, uh, my CG, I love. I love the people there. Um, I, I look forward to it every week. I, I'm not going to be there for most of it this week because I'm doing that funeral. I'll get to it late. But um, there was a time when it started. There were many, many Thursdays when I was like, oh, I'm so tired. I don't want to go. I mean, I want to go, but I don't want to go. I, I know it would be good for me and it would be good for them, but I'm just so tired I'd rather stay home. But I would make myself go. And once I went, I was like, I'm so thankful to God that I went because – yeah. It was. It is so good. I mean, you think you're gonna. You think you're gonna be refreshed and revived and changed by not going among God's people? It just doesn't happen that way. No, no. So 
So why do we avoid it though? Why, why do we even have that, that, that tendency like, Oh, I don't want to go or, you know, I'm, I'm going to avoid it. I mean, I think part of it is laziness, right? Like there, sure. there's a laziness that I don't want to get my shoes back on. I don't want to get up off the couch. I don't want to stop watching my show. I want to, uh, I just want to rest and relax and I'm not going to go. Right. I think some people don't want to go because of guilt. Yeah. They're they don't really... want to get called out for it. Well, no, I mean, I think, I think there's that, but I think some people are struggling with uh, a sense of, of unworthiness and guilt. Like I'm such a loser. I've done so much bad stuff. I've really blown it this week. I can't show up there and pretend that everything's okay. There's a kind of guilt that keeps people away from commun- the communion of the saints, not realizing that that's where you find love, acceptance, encouragement, correction, direction, instruction. Like you can get helped by going there. So I think guilt is another one that happens. Why else do people neglect well, I think part going again is uh, not wanting to be called out for their yeah, sin. Yeah, like that's what you were saying. You know, right? they understand that people uh, people know what's going on in their life. They don't want to be confronted with that. They don't want to have to be honest and share and be open about uh, what, yeah, what they're doing and what they're saying. Yeah. Right? Because it's, it's easier to kind of bury down your sin than to deal with your sin. Yeah, I... The communion of the saints, it's a beautiful phrase too, right? The communion of the saints. I love it. Uh, It's not talking about the Lord's Supper here, guys. Mm. It's talking about our our union with Christ and therefore our union with our brothers and sisters by which we experience grace, we are strengthened, we are made better, uh, and we help and feed others. When you neglect the communion of the saints, you're not just robbing yourself, you're robbing other people who would benefit from being there. So then how do we do it well? I think the big the big thing for me is to just be intentional. I think we we need to say like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it seriously. I'm going to take this seriously. I'm not just going to go and um, and just kind of like get it done and then get out of there. Like these people, these are the people that God put in my life. Uh, I'm 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 going to go. I'm going to listen to them. Uh, I'm going to heed their words. I'm going to speak. I'm going to serve. And I just what I find is. Oh, look, if, if I'm just really honest, I'm good. Gonna, I'm hoping you're being, I'm going to be honest for the first time ever on this podcast. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Since episode one, where you threw me under the bus, go, I am odd. I know that I am weird. I am mm. not like other people. I don't mean how I look. I mean, but that too, I think differently. I, my, my experience, my youth, all these things has resulted in me being a certain way where I just don't think and feel like most people do around me. And that's true in the church, and it's true in the community group. And so um, when I'm around these people and I see what God is doing in them, I'm so encouraged. Yeah. Um, And it shows me, hey, you know what? You have baggage and issues. And you, I wouldn't see a lot of my baggage and issues if I wasn't around those other Christians. If I wasn't around other people who were healthier than I am in certain areas yeah. or who are unhealthier in some of the areas that I'm healthier in. But it really helps me to kind of take a better assessment of where I'm at and what needs to happen and change. Just the way that, um, the way that some of our couples interact with each other um, is just so encouraging. The, the, the prayer requests that they share, the things that are on their hearts, the way that they respond to things, whether it's a national tragedy or a, a very personal and private affliction, all of that stuff has a great impact on me. And so I know I need to go in intentionally with the aim of like, wow, God's sending me to these people for a specific reason. These are the people God put in my life for a reason, so do not waste it. I would say intentionality is huge. 
What about you? Any way you would want to say people are going to do communion with our brothers and sisters? Well? I mean, I think intentionality is good. I think well, it was <clears throat> really good. But go ahead. It was really good. It was really good. Yeah, I know. I just said yeah, that. No, you said good. Okay, fine. It was really good. Um, man, I, I honestly I can't think of anything else. That's other right, because it was so good. It was really good. What <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think honesty. That's good. I think being honest, yeah. right? Like I think, uh, yeah, that's that's better. That is better. Yeah, it's better. Oftentimes, I think we try to withhold yep. certain things mm-hmm. um, because we're one ashamed, mm-hmm. you know. Two, we're fearful mm-hmm. of how people are going to respond to yep. that, right? Um, so I think be honest and share. Here are my struggles. Here's what's going on in my life and in my marriage. Can you please pray? Now, here's the thing: you can only do that in a healthy church. Yes, I couldn't honestly. Oh yeah, I couldn't do this in my last few churches. No, I, I didn't feel. No I, way. I didn't, no, I did not feel I could be open. I, I didn't feel I could be honest. I didn't feel I could be myself. I we joke about this, and I'm not gonna, you know, Joe and I and Pat joke about this. Like this is a church where we can. No other church would deal with what they deal with us here right. at Redeemer. No, they, we, we're not gonna. Be, we're not gonna be hired at another church. No, no, I cannot. Not if, not if we're gonna be who we are. No, I can't. I couldn't be who I, I couldn't be myself at other churches. Actually, Michelle has talked about that uh, uh, with me and with others and, and with family and with other church elders from my past churches. Mm-hmm. Jim wasn't able to be him here. Like he wasn't able to be right. him at this, at, at your church, but now you're seeing who Jim really is. And that's not, I mean, I, I feel bad to say that because it feels like I faked it. No, but I didn't but, fake no. it. I just didn't share everything. Right. And here's the thing. I didn't it, share all of myself. Like Jen and I, when we planted, we were like, we're not going to pretend. We are going to be completely honest. We're going to be real and just let the chips fall where they may to use a cliche. Yeah. Uh, like Jimmy likes to do. So what I would say is if you are able to be honest, like Jimmy is saying, it means two things. One, that you're going to flourish where you are strong and you are going to be corrected where you are weak. If you're not being honest, then you can't be either. Like I need people to press in and be like, Joe, that, you know, you're, 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 you're being a little bit of a baby. Every once in a while, Jim tells me I'm being a baby. Oh, every Every once once in a while, while, Jim says you're being a baby. And, and actually, yeah, uh, now I feel bad because I, oh, I don't want to make fun of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I don't feel bad in the midst of it because yeah. I actually point to Joe. I'm like, Joe, you're you're being a baby. Even even, but you I don't, don't want to talk about this. I don't do yeah. that publicly. I no, you do, do it publicly. Privately. No, no. And you, you say I other meaner words to me too. I yes, yeah. I do. Uh-huh. I do. You're yeah. being a little brat. Uh, oh, uh, you're being selfish and self centered. Uh, I've said meaner. that too. Okay, I'm not going to say what I tell you privately. <laughs> That's not going to happen. All right, and I say mean things to you. Yes, but you. But here's the thing, guys. Joe and I have a relationship where right. we're open and honest with each other, and I can call Joe out in such a way. That Even sometimes when Jimmy's wrong, no, and he I says I'm being right. a baby when I'm not being a baby, no, because it. he's you being not very nice. Then, but here's the thing. Then I just take it because I'm the bigger person. That's oh, the takeaway here, here from the yeah. communion of you the You heap coals on my head. Oh, by being thank you for those words. That's what I say. Um, no, I, th- I think we do. We, we, we have the freedom to call each other out and to be direct. Yes. And sometimes, listen. It can be hurtful. It, it, sometimes it needs to be. Sometimes it should sting because I'm oh, not yeah. going to hear it if you don't tell it to me in such a way where like, I'm, you're going to get my attention. But here's the other part of it, though, right, is there's a lot of love behind it. There's a lot of love when we talk about when we call each other out for our sins, we've actually said it in the in the elders group yep. among the elders and Brian Malcolm and I have said it privately to each other. No bait, no no kids gloves. Right, man, you see me messing up. You see me on the path of destroying my marriage or my family or my faith, or even looking at that path. 
Just looking at it. You call me out. (laughs) You call me out. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't, you're not doing me any favors. Don't sugarfoot it. Don't sugarfoot this. (laughs) (laughs) Call back. Call back. Good job. But call me out on it yeah. because I know you love me and you care for me and right. you want to see me flourish in my relationship. That's something that Pat talks about a lot. And I think because he's been in other church plants and other yeah. styles of churches where he's like, I can be myself and I can have be friends with these guys because I know they're not gunning for my job. I know they're not trying to ruin me. I know that they want me to succeed. Yeah. And like that's the truth. That's that what, is it. That's what the communion of the saints is all about. It's about us flourishing in faith. So like I love it when people say like uh, like well, there are people in community group that will share some super embarrassing stuff. Oh yeah, like, you're like holy cow, they just shared that, and it's awesome because they know I'm not going to be rejected. Yeah, for we're this. not judging. I'm going to get helped for this. Yeah, I'm gonna, it's going to be instructive. You can't flourish without the communion of the saints. Yeah. So I mean, moral of the story. Uh, Joe, Pat, and I could never work at another church unless we plant the church because no other church right. would accept That's us. how we got jobs. That's the only way. <laughs> we have to create our job in ministry to be able to minister. No other church would take us. Now we're going to get a bunch of uh, requests. I was just going to tell you all no. I was just counseling a guy, and he was like, he was talking about, you know, one day when he's dead, you know, will I do his funeral? And I'm like, well, first of all, of course. Like, yeah. And, um, and I said, man, I'll, I'll look good, man. I'll get my suit on. And we were just kind of joking around. Everybody goes, no, no, no. You wear what you're wearing. I love telling people about my pastor. Five foot five, bearded, tattooed. Five foot five. That's what he said. No. That's what he Joe, said. That's what he yeah, said. Yeah, you are five foot two. I'm continue. five five. My wife is five two. You're five two. Google it. Yeah, I'm going to Google your Look at my driver's height. license. Look at my driver's <laughs> license that you put all over the internet the other week. Whatever. <laughs> All right, Let us so, know your thoughts. Yeah. You can follow us on Please Instagram do. and Twitter at yeah. or on Facebook slash Dr. Devotion. Mm-hmm. You can head to the website, drdevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for our email blast. Amazon. You can hit the store. Amazon. Amazon. You can click through. Click the links. Yeah, it doesn't cost anything to you, but it helps support the podcast. Leave us an honest five-star review. Hit up the store, more sign reviews. up, and register for the 2018 Dr. Devotion Conference it's be on lit. Spirit and the Church. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Video content on Fridays later. Joe's 5-2.